This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning and welcome to Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Along with Steve Wexler, I'm Senior Director of Human Resources at GKB, Daphne Ursu. Our show is produced at the GKB Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I have no idea why I waved when you introduced me. Because <laughs> no one can see on you but me. Radio, but, <laughs> yeah, I but I did, so good morning and welcome. Hey, Daphne. This is the show, Hired, where we discuss jobs and careers and recruitment, um, and we focus on our own company, Good Karma Brands. We're a company that operates broadcast, marketing, digital, sports operations across the country from California to New York, Wisconsin to Florida in markets large and small. Now, today we'll meet Jackie Waltz, Director of Field Human Resources at Fleet Farm to learn more about career opportunities at Fleet Farm. Daphne, it's a company that has been in Wisconsin since 1955. That's awesome. An iconic Wisconsin company. Yeah, can't wait to hear about it. We're going to learn more about a corporate home office opportunity in our very own Good Karma Brands. Uh-oh, is this true? Yes, it is. In our human resources Yes, department? yes, a part of our team, our okay. larger team. That yes. means we're looking for somebody who gets to work with Daphne. As a part, yep. So yep. I'm going to quiz you on that okay, one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Plus, Wex and I will discuss passive recruitment. What happens when you're recruiting someone who is not actively looking? Ooh, that's interesting. Isn't that's it? a little twist, I know. isn't can't, it? Yeah, can't wait to talk about it. So we've got a lot coming up, all that and more coming up next, right here on Hired on the GKB Radio Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. This is the show where we talk about recruitment and opportunities along with Daphne Ursu, our Senior Director of Human Resources. My name is Steve Wexler. So this is interesting because we have an opening in our very own company, Good Karma Brands, headquartered in Milwaukee. But as you know, uh, heard this show and our operations are coast to coast in markets all over the country. But this is a uh, corporate opening. Here at Good Karma Brands, we don't use the word corporate. We know that it's corporate. Right, right. We've chosen to use... The word home office. Home office. Yeah, home it's, office. It's our home office. Yes, it's it where, is. where uh, the company is at home and where our amazing home office team operates to support good karma brands. So I don't know that we've had an opening yet, Daphne, in your department. This um, yeah. First? Um, no, it's not. Um, so uh, yeah, we had. Um, we have. But yeah, this, this certainly is an HRIS um, benefit specialist role that is open in the HR department and on the HR team. So it is a position that we're looking for someone who has prior HRIS experience, also maybe um, some prior benefits experience. So really looking for someone who's ready to take their next step in their human resources career, someone where accuracy, high attention to detail, those things are very important. Also really um, having really strong project management skills and really being able to start a project from beginning, take it through to the end, um, doing appropriate follow-ups and those things too. So I have a bunch of questions for you. Oh, goodness. About human resources. Oh, yes. First of all, yes. HRIS, what does that mean? Oh, uh, that's a great question. So it's human resources 
information system. So um, whether it's um, any type of your payroll system or your HR system that you would use. So that's what the HRESP stands for. Yeah. So talk about experience. So if I'm listening to this conversation and either I've been interested in an HR career or I'm currently in HR, what level of experience typically would I need or would you be looking for in this position? Certainly looking for someone who has a few years of experience within HR or really has some experience using some systems, whether it's ADP, Paylocity, um, loss in those types of systems. So any previous experience that they would have had with the previous employer that they would be able to bring that experience to us, certainly. Okay. And so beyond understanding some systems and some software, talk about that ideal candidate. We've talked a lot on this show about core values and about culture ad. When you're talking to somebody or evaluating people who are applying, what's high on Daphne's list of things that you're prioritizing? Well, I think what's high really on our company's list all the time is us just really looking for someone who's going to have those core values. So we've talked about them before, someone who will be honest, um, someone who will listen, someone who will follow through, work hard, over-deliver, and have teamwork. So that's really the big foundation for any role or any position that's available within GKB. On top of that, this role is really making sure that they're providing some assistance and um, some support and providing updated data and accuracy within our ADP system so um, they could get contacted by a teammate within the organization to say, hey, you know, I can't get into our system, you know, I'm locked out, or I, can you help me run a report, or can you walk me through the system? So it's really knowing and understanding our robust system and being able to not only support people or um, walk people through that as they need it, but actually being able to say, hey, I want to make the system better. What are all the components and, and capabilities of the system? You know, what can I do and how can I make it run a little bit better for us within the HR team as well as the entire company? So so that sounds almost like internal customer service to me, like being there for somebody and helping them problem solve. Are you looking for somebody with that high sense of, um, you know, when I say customer, in this case, it might be a teammate who needs help. Is that a real high priority? Yeah, I think we certainly are looking for someone who's had that that previous experience, um, really, again, going back to the follow through, right, mm-hmm. um, and really over delivering. And to me, I think internal customer service, that's every role within the organization, right? We're about a team here. So it's how can I assist you? How can I help you? What can I do to make things easier for you um, as well? So really, that is certainly what we're looking for um, in this role, too. And this role would also be the backup to our payroll person. So being able to have some payroll experience as well in a previous system lends itself well to being successful within this role. So years ago, I was talking to somebody in uh, in HR about careers and opportunities. And one of the things they said to me that always stuck is that, um, you know, when you're in HR, you're going to be privy to or your eyes are going to be on lots of different information, proprietary information, confidential information, uh, payroll information. There's a certain level, isn't there, Daphne, of uh, professionalism or discretion, might be Mm -hmm. a better word. Mm -hmm. How do you know as you're talking to somebody if they've got that executive disposition to make sure that um, uh, you know information that only they should see stays with them and I think that's an absolute great question I think that that is um, important in this role and um, other roles as well but 
having that previous experience and holding a role very similar to this in another organization um, is important. Um, and it's also um, being able to um, talk about the experience that they had of keeping things, you know, confidential mm -hmm. and sharing information as is as is necessary. Um, and having that, as you said before, that professional discretion to be able to know what information to share and what not to share. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true in so many parts of business, but I just think in HR, right? Yeah, You're exposed to all manner of different things that um, you know don't belong in the public domain. Right? Absolutely. So understanding what's information to share and what information um, to not share, because within this role, having access to all the information within our AD system, we ADP system, we consider that you know very secure information, and, no, we, want, and we want to make sure that we're protecting all of the data because that's our role as HR professionals, right? Is making sure that we protect all of the data, all of the information for all of our teammates and for all the companies. So we want, we want to make sure that that is um, our, our ultimate goal there. That's great. So talk about growth for a moment. Like if I come into a role like this and I'm learning it and doing well and I'm a terrific GKB teammate, yeah. what sort of things might be on the horizon if that's important to me in HR? Well, I think it, I think that's for every role within our company. I mean, we always want to, you know, bring in great talent, but we always want to say, is this where you want to be right now, right? Is there an opportunity or do you have an interest in some other role too? So we'd love for this person to come in, learn and understand what's happening within the HR department, also know about the benefit pieces that go along with the role, understanding our HRIS system, having that system grow. But if they're interacting with other areas within either our home office or other departments within all of our other seven markets, then mm -hmm. obviously, if they have an interest, we'd love for them to explore that and we would foster that as well. So let's talk about some nuts and bolts here. Okay. Uh, so this position is a home office Milwaukee-based Yes, location? yes, in, in office position, yes. Okay. So we are on all over the country, uh, good karma brands from you know Los Angeles to New York and Oh my gosh, I'm going to start listing them and I know I'll forget something. No. Don't do it. Don't do it, Lexer. But um, this is a position in our home office, our corporate Correct. office uh, in Milwaukee. You said it is an in office Correct. position yes. as yes. well. Mm -hmm. And um, before we talk about how to find more information on the web, if I've applied mm -hmm. and maybe I've made it through to, I get to talk to Daphne. Um, and the team. Mm -hmm. Yes. What sort of things would you advise me? Give me give me a little bit of the cheat sheet here. Um, <laughs> what should I be prepared to know or to address when I get a chance to sit down and talk to you about this position? I, I think um, it's important. Again, the more you can let us know what experience you've had before and bringing that experience to the table. Um, so that's always important. Really knowing that you want to be a part of our team, um, and so understanding our core values and knowing that you can come into the organization and, and be a culture add to the organization. We're looking for, of course, diversity of thought. We're looking for somebody that can even bring in some of the experiences that they have from their previous organization mm -hmm. to say, hey, I noticed that you guys are doing that, but did you notice that we can also do this with so the system? So absolutely. So all those things would certainly be welcome in this this position. Terrific. It sounds like a great opportunity uh, with a terrific manager in a terrific uh, company. How does somebody learn more? Well, they can go to our website at www goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. So that's www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers, right? Yeah. Awesome. Well, good luck with that recruitment. Thank you. Uh, in our HR department, it's an HRIS 
benefit specialist role. Role. Yes. Terrific. In our home office. Daphne Ursu is our Senior Director of Human Resources at Good Karma Brands. More of Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show, is coming up here on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. You're listening to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the GKB radio network with Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. My name is Steve Wexler. This is the show where we talk about recruitment and jobs and opportunities and marketing yourself. And I was so fascinated this week when um, I was talking to Daphne about, well, what should we do on this week's edition of Hired? And Daphne said, what about passive recruiting? And I, I think I looked at you and went like... Passive recruiting, is that when we really don't try that hard? Or we're not all <laughs> that interested? That's literally what you said to me, too. <laughs> I did. Like, what kind of recruitment is that? And then as we talked about it, I realized, you know, sometimes people don't know they're looking or have decided they're not looking, but yet we're still looking for really talented people. And I'm sure Good Karma Brands isn't alone when it comes to this, right? Right. So what is passive recruiting and how is that different from more active recruiting? The way that I would define passive recruitment is really um, really the practice, or really I say really the art, really, uh-huh. of attracting potential candidates to your business, right? So these are people who are currently not looking, they're not actively applying to the job, um, but really you then go out to them and bring them to your opportunity. So it's like you find uh-huh. them versus them applying for the role. So I'm trying to think of an analogy. So this probably is going to be silly, but um, if I'm fishing and I'm like casting my line and I'm putting uh, uh, bait right out, I'm fishing, I'm looking, I'm actively looking for a fish. In passive recruiting, <laughs> go with me on this. Okay, sounds good. In passive recruiting, you're saying, the fish are not, I'm not actively fishing. The yeah. fish may have no interest in the bait. They may be very happy swimming along. I have to figure out a way to somehow attract them to something that they might not otherwise thought they were interested in. And I think that is a great analogy or a great way to look at it. Um, I think with passive recruitment, it's something that you can do alongside of that, right? So uh, you can say, hey, some, some employers may say, hey, I'm going to try. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to fish, right? Yeah. And I'm going to see what I get. And then if I don't get what I'm looking for, then I'm going to do this passive recruitment, right? But some can say, I want to maximize my recruitment efforts. So I want to make sure that, yes, I'm going to post this position. Yes, I'm going to see what I can get for two to three weeks while this position is posted. But I'm also going to see, are there other ways that I can find somebody who may be the right fit for the role that I have available, but may not be looking and that sounds um, that's, hard well it sounds hard but really when you think about some of the things that um, an employer can do to really do that passive recruitment it really um, isn't that hard and I'll tell you why the biggest reason or one of the reasons why I think it's important for an employer to do that is really you broaden your pool of of, of candidates uh-huh. right so if you just sit and wait to come to you right um, then you could only then get maybe 10, 15, 20 candidates, right. I don't know. Because it's whoever happened to Absolutely. put their, hat in, you know, their name in the hat. Absolutely. But then if you actually go after um, potential candidates, then, of course, that 10 to 15 or 20 in the example that I just gave, you also have the ability to bring in more. So it allows you to create that larger pool for yourself. Um, and also, if you think about it, it allows you to be, you know, 
it's less competitive, if you will. So let's ah. say we have a, you go after someone. Well, they're not applying anywhere else, right? So if you find the perfect candidate for the role, or I shouldn't say perfect, but sure. the most qualified candidate for the role within your pool, yeah. when you approach them, they're more than likely not talking to other employers, well, that's right? That's a great point, right? Because they were not sending resumes out to 100 people. Absolutely. Also, you have a more intimate one-on-one -on -one relationship. Right. And I think the better part of that is then you can kind of you know, have that conversation to say, hey, you know, I wanted to reach out to you. I had an opportunity to look at your resume or to look at your achievements. And I really feel that those achievements and the resume align with what we're looking for here. Right. Um, I would love to have a conversation with you just to learn more, right? And in that case, really, it's not, you know, they're not at this point, don't have to physically apply, but it's just that conversation that you can then have with that, that potential candidate. So Daphne Ursu is our Senior Director of Human resources at Good Karma Brands. We're talking about the passive recruitment as opposed to the more active recruitment. Sometimes people uh, don't know about us or don't know about these positions. Um, and we, as an employer, have to figure out a way to sort of get in front of them. Um, Daphne, your opinion, should people always be seeking opportunities? I mean, maybe I'm happy in my job. I like my manager. I like my company. I like my pay. Um, is your advice to people to always kind of have an eye out or is your advice to sort of stay true to what you're doing and, and not flirt with the other, uh, the other suitors? My answer to that would be whatever you think is the best for you, because I think it's different for everyone, right? Um, there's some people have been with their organizations for 15, 20 years, and this is where I want to retire. This mm. is what I, I love. It allows that, me, right? yeah, yeah, it allows me to do what I love to do every day. So I'm not going anywhere, right? So, um, so there's really no need. But then you may have someone to say, yes, this role that I have today is the role that I want for the next two, two, three years. I'm not, you know, I'm going to be looking for something else. And so if that's the case, then they certainly can do that. But that is also an individual choice. So I wouldn't advise anybody to do anything other than what they feel most comfortable with. But I will tell you that when we, you know, as we're looking at passive enrollment, that there are some other things that um, that employers can do in terms of that passive enrollment. So if I could circle back to that sure. just a little yeah. bit, because I think that there are some ways of passive recruiting that people aren't thinking about, like an employee referral program. That's passive recruitment, right? Because let's okay. say I'm a current teammate, right? Yes. And I go, oh, okay, we have an accounting position open, which we do have a director of accounting position that's open right now at GKB. But then I say, hey, um, I have a friend. You know, I posted, I have a friend who's been in accounting. This person has been, you know, in accounting for 15 years, right? I can say, hey, did you know about this opportunity, right? So it's still, they're not really posting for it, right. but the employer referral program is one way that employers can do passive recruitment. And what's the success rate on that kind of referral? Do you find that typically that's a good avenue and that we find quality, good uh, potential teammates? I think people can do that. And I know when we look around our organizations, we have a lot of people who have brought, in, right. brought people to our organization as well. I think we talked about Tom Wilson. Remember Tom Wilson and yes, his tree? Yes, yeah, of all Madison, the people. Uh, office. Well, yeah. and I think what you're saying, it it's predicated on the fact that the brand and the culture must be strong or worth referring, right? Because mm -hmm. I've known people who are like, well, I would never refer my company. I'm like, well, then something's wrong. Right? Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. want teammates who are excited and proud to Absolutely. refer their own company. Yeah. You know, and then also, too, let's say um, another form of it is let's say a person applied for an open, I'll go back to the director of accounting role, maybe 
six months ago and maybe they weren't selected. What we like to do is we like to make sure that those candidates that have that skill set that we're looking for that may not have been selected in there, we keep them on what we call a master depth chart, right? So that's also a passive recruitment because let's say the position comes up again, let's say in six months or so. Not only do we post it, right? Not only is it out on um, LinkedIn or um, ZipRecruiter or whatever um, platform we'd want to use, but then we can also look and say, hey, we met with that individual six months ago. They were great. Um, It didn't work out then, but let's reach out to them you know, now to see if this opportunity may work out for them and may work out for us. So you're bringing up a really, uh, sorry to catch you there on that thought, but you're bringing up a really interesting point, Daphne. Sometimes people who might not um, be offered a position might be disappointed. They might feel like they were rejected. You're saying, well, don't get too down on yourself because it's quite possible that you're remaining on some kind of depth chart Absolutely. where a company like ours might go, oh, wait a minute, I was really impressed with Daphne. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was the right position for her or at the right time. time. Yeah, at the right time, right, to be. Um, so that's important to know that that is also under the realm of, of passive recruitment and also, you know, obviously social media. So basically, um, HR professionals, employers have the ability to go into um, LinkedIn and search for people. They can put in the parameters of what they're looking for. So I'm looking again for that director of accounting. I want somebody to have five years of experience. They need to be a CPA. And so they can then search and get a return of all the people within the geographic area for this role and just reach out and say, hey, here's our job posting. If you're interested, here's our website, you know, come, you know, apply for this role. So that's also another way to do that um and so i think reaching out you want to also create some curiosity about the organization and there's some ways you can do some passive recruitment without even talking about an opportunity so what does your instagram look like right so the more we're putting out about our opportunities the more we're putting out about our company culture that's really passive you know a little bit recruitment right so people are like wow you know gkb doing really, all, these things. all these great things there's yeah. such a great culture there they have all these wonderful opportunities um there's growth there's development um so then people like it and they share it yeah so there's that's also um something so that's, that's great advice right for, uh, here at gkb we try to do that but anybody listening who runs a business or is involved in recruitment they probably should be thinking about those same things right? sure that too and targeting specific networks too so like maybe there's like a small um, organization for accountants within the the Milwaukee area, right? Or within the specific area that you're looking and reach out to them, send your posting there. Um, Also testimonials, all kinds of things. So there are some ways to do that. So final thoughts on this uh, topic of passive recruiting. Um, What what do you want our audience to think about or know (laughs) about uh, this different approach to recruiting? I just want um, them to know that passive recruiting exists. It has and continues to be successful for organizations when they're looking for sometimes even hard to fill positions. Um, And so also candidates as well, knowing that someone could reach out to you, you know, once Mm -hmm. you understand that there's a valid company with a valid opportunity, um, look into that company, you know, you know, find out more, see if they are the right fit for you as well. So it works. Yeah, it does. I, I remember very early in my career, I got a call from, I guess, I don't know if we still call them headhunters, but I guess a recruiter. Mm-hmm. Headhunter seems very mm-hmm. violent. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't, I wasn't looking actively, right. mm-hmm. but all of a sudden somebody else was, and somehow my name had gotten on somebody's radar. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, it, at that time, we didn't have social media, and, and you know, this is back in the dark ages. But, um, <laughs> It, it reminded me a little bit of what you were describing, right. where all of a sudden I did some research and tried to understand this company and turned out to be a good career move. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So 
absolute example of passive recruitment. Very good. Well, Daphne Ursu has a ton of information for us. That's part of why we're here every weekend with you on Hired. For more information about our company, by the way, www.goodkarmabrands.com. With Daphne Ursu, I'm Steve Wexler. This is the GKB Radio Network. This is Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired, heard coast to coast on the GKB Radio Network. And Daphne, we are joined today by Jackie Waltz. I love that name because it sounds like we're going to I know, it's fun. Not a good <laughs> I'll bet you're much better at it than I am. Jackie is with Fleet Farm. She is here to share more about the Fleet Farm story, about recruitment and opportunities at Fleet Farm. Jackie is with a field that is near and dear to your heart, <laughs> human H- resources. R, yeah. So, so excited that you are here, Jackie. I mean, really, tell us your story. So how did you end up at Fleet Farm? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been with Fleet Farm. It'll be five years in May. All of my time here has been in HR. I came in a time uh, where the company was in transition and really looking to build the HR function within the organization and what that looked like. So I came in as a regional HR manager, meaning I had a group of stores that I oversaw for the company. And from there, just really building what does HR look like within the company from an engagement perspective, a recruitment perspective, a benefits, just really that total package for the team member. Um, and a team member is what we call our employees. Same here. Yeah. So, you know. And you do that very intentionally, right? I mean, we all know that what an employee is or mm-hmm. what an employer is. But it sounds like you guys made some kind of intentional decision to call Mm -hmm. them team members. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they are. We're all a team. We're in it together. And an employee just seemed a little bit more harsh or cold. So we went with the team Mm. member just to get that team atmosphere. And I love that because that reminds me of teamwork, one of our our core values, too. So just I think that also probably plays something into it in terms of like core values and mission and vision for your company. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Talk about that for a moment, because I I went on and looked at uh, the website. Obviously, uh, anybody in Wisconsin knows the name and knows the brand. But I did a little bit of uh, digging and Daphne and I have discovered on this show. Right. In your world, there is the technical aspects of HR benefits and you know questions that have to be answered around payroll and all that, but the culture and sort of the um, core values of a company are really so important, aren't they? Whether you're recruiting or retaining people, talk a little bit about that at Fleet Farm. Yeah, so we've been around since 1955, and really the foundation of what Fleet Farm was started on was that Midwest values. We really strive to be part of the communities that we're in. We want to be local. We don't want to just have our stores there. We want to be a part of it. So we, in our existing stores, and anytime we go into a new market, we really focus on how can we be part of that. So we focus on our core pillars is kind of what we call them, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, youth sports, the fishing, hunting aspects of it, the farm piece of it, military first responders. So 
We do um, a ton of different events to focus around those, whether that's from Kids Fishing Day to Shop with a Hero or Shop with a Cop, depending on what market Mm. we're in. We work with the Salvation Army at the holiday season. So we just have a variety of different things that we do to be a part of that community. So ultimately, we want you to know we're local, that you shop local, and we're here to work for you and work hard with and for you. Wow. So it's not just a store. It's part of the community the fabric of the community. Uh, On Hired, we're talking to Jackie Waltz, Director of Field Human Resources at Fleet Farm. I love all that, uh, Jackie. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about the opportunities that you have available at Fleet Farm? Yeah, so we have basically three areas that we have within Fleet Farm, and those would be our retail locations. By the end of the year, we'll be at a total of 49 for those and I'll go into those jobs right now. So a variety of entry-level positions in a variety of departments. If anyone's been in our stores, I mean, you could work in the clothing department, you could work in logistics, which would be stocking shelves, that type of thing, cashier. We have lawn and garden is huge for us in the spring. So if you have a green thumb um, and you're looking for some part-time work I'm during out. that time Bust of me. season. I'm, I was good on clothing and logistics. <laughs> the yeah. plant's my area. We'll, we'll train you. We'll, would you? We'll train. Okay. Absolutely. That's we'll train. fair. Um, on that. So um, we have Toyland, you know, which is also another huge event for us in the fall and just gearing up for the hunting season and then rolling right into the holiday season. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Tell us a little bit about like what does that right candidate look like? I know you have a different opportunities in different areas, yeah. but there's probably like some core level of like what kind of candidate yeah. that you're looking for. Absolutely. So really we're just looking for somebody who is excited to come work. Customer service is huge with us. Um, it's not that hard, right? At the end of the day, just be kind. Um, put that smile on your face. And, you know, I joked that we could train you on lawn and garden, but we can train anyone mm-hmm. Um, on any area of positions that we have, but we're just really focused on that core value of customer service because that's at the key of everything we do. We want to take care of the team um, and the community around us. So Jackie, some people might come in because they think this might be a great opportunity or a good job for me for a while. Others might be looking for some kind of growth trajectory Mm -hmm. and maybe they want to advance into management Mm -hmm. or supervisory roles. Talk a little bit about growth at Fleet Farm and is that important to you? Do you talk about that? What does that look like? Yeah, it's huge uh, within our organization, and we have a variety of different career paths a team member can take. You know, if it's in the retail store, we have management positions, we have human resource positions, we have loss prevention positions. So you have the opportunity to, you know, grow from that hourly team member into even a lead role, which is, um, you know, that next step, and then ultimately into that managerial role. We have a lot of people that will start out in the retail um, store or in our distribution and will transition into our corporate office. You know, and that might be into a merchandising role. That might mm-hmm. be in an inventory control position. That might be in accounts payable. So there's just a huge variety of ways your career um, can grow within the organization. Yeah, it's good. Is there anything else that we need to know about Fleet Farm? Um, I don't know that there's anything else you need to know. I just 
um, want to reiterate that we are a great organization. Mm -hmm. um, we care deeply for our team members and the communities we serve in. We have a great benefit package. I think one of the things that sets us apart from others is we have 20% discount mm -hmm. for our employees. Wait, and so if I'm a food team member, <laughs> I saw, I saw, you knew I, was I saw the discount in your island. And so in addition to my benefits and my pay and yeah. other um, benefits that I might be entitled to, I can shop with a 20% discount. You absolutely can. Okay. And we also open that up to your family members. That would be open to your parents. That would be open okay. to any spouse. Um, what about my favorite we, HR director? <laughs> yes, okay. Um, you know, about 15 plants. Yes. So, yeah. Um, no, but that's really great, right? Yeah, because it really is. the culture, right? If there was no culture, but you got a 20% discount, that's a different story. Absolutely. What you're describing is a family and beliefs and right. vision and not or some really nice economic benefits. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I guess such awesome opportunities, not only from a you know culture perspective, but really from a benefits perspective too. So tell us how we can learn more. Yep, absolutely. So you can go to our website, careersatfleetfarm.com. Let's say it again slowly so folks who might be thinking about this can uh, check it out. <laughs> absolutely. Careersatfleetfarm.com. And then you can choose from there which um, division you're looking for. Again, um, as I mentioned before, whether that's the retail locations, the distribution, or the corporate positions you can choose from there. All of the positions then will be out there listed. So Absolutely. Yep. Okay, sounds good. That's wonderful. Well, thanks for sharing the story because, you know, Fleet Farm is one of those great, I think, iconic uh, brands. And for you to describe it as I knew you would, frankly, without even having met you, that it's mm -hmm. not just a store that has amazing variety and uh, pricing, but that there's actually a culture behind right, it. Right. Um, I'm always interested in hearing that, mm -hmm. and uh, you did not disappoint because, right. I mean, this is a Daphne, 1955, right. right? The origins of a company like this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is that history like still sort of alive and yeah, discussed absolutely. in your company? Yep, it's um, ingrained in everything we do. So absolutely alive and well. And like I said, you know, when they started, it was that foundation on the Midwest values, and that continues today to be our, our focus. Well, just, we sure appreciate that. Yeah, sure do. And I love that culture piece again. I just got to point that out again because that's what people are looking for when candidates are looking for roles. They want to know that culture is important to that organization before they join. So Absolutely. great. So yeah, thank the days you. of just well, what are the hours? What's I the know. pay? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. that's important. Yeah, but, yeah. Boy, there's so much more. Absolutely. So yeah. And you really helped tell that story. So yeah, thank you, great. Jackie. Thank so you. much, Jackie thank Waltz you. with Fleet Farm, telling us the story of a great Wisconsin company. And let's repeat the website one more time. Yep, it's careers at fleetfarm.com. Thanks for being here, Jackie. Thank you. More of Hired on the GKB Radio Network coming up. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Well, that is it for this week's show, Hired, along the GKB Radio Network. Hope you enjoyed hearing about Good Karma Brands, hearing about passive recruiting, and hearing about all of our topics on today's show. Yes, thanks for joining us. And a reminder that you can hear this show anytime on demand at www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. We look forward to talking to you each and every week for studio producer Chris Larson, our show producer Aaron Tratner, Senior Director of Human Resources Daphne Ursu. 
I'm Steve Wexler. Have a great week. Thanks for listening, and this is the Good Karma Brands Radio Network.